Hello everyone, I'm Theo Hill and welcome to a very special episode of One Day at a Time in Recovery in Baltimore. I've been doing this podcast for more than two years now and together we've heard some powerful stories of addiction and recovery. It's been an incredible experience. This will be the final episode of the series and as I say farewell, I'm joined by my trusted producer, Aaron Hinkin, from WYPR. Aaron, welcome to the show. Thank you, Theo. And first off, I just want to say congratulations on a, a fantastic run, two years, 20-plus episodes. I've had the pleasure of uh, sitting here at your dining room table to record these interviews. It's given me a front-row seat to some eye-opening testimonials from people who um, just open up to you and speak candidly and honestly about their struggles. It's been a one-of-a-kind education. I'm, I'm grateful for it. So thank you for that. And, uh, and Theo, thank you for uh, inviting me to join you on, on this episode to celebrate your accomplishment on the series. I remember uh, when you first got in touch with me uh, with the idea for this podcast. You remember that? You, uh, well, let me have you tell the story of how you got inspired to do this, this program in the first place. Well, it, it all started when I was, living, I was listening to WYPR, and uh, it was your particular show on Thursdays. And the show was called Out of the Blocks, uh, where you would interview people directly uh, on the street. And I picked up on that most of them had uh, substance abuse problems. That's when an uh, idea kind of like flashed through my head. Hey, maybe you can call Aaron, this guy up at WYPR let him know that you have an idea about recovery, about one day at a time in recovery. And that's how we got started. Yeah, I remember getting that call from you. The voice on the other end of the phone said, hey, I'm Theo. I, uh, I don't know much about podcasting, but I have an idea for a podcast that I'd like to host. Which usually, a lot of people pitch a lot of ideas to me. But then you started telling me about yourself. And you said, um, I have an interesting background that I would bring to this podcast that I, I want to do about addiction and recovery. Because... These days, you're uh, a working man, you drive a truck for a living, but that you have a history of uh, addiction and recovery of your own, uh, a long one, and that you would bring that insight to the table as a host, talking with other people who are in recovery. And I just thought, that sounds like an awesome idea. And I got to say, it's been really cool to see you like settle into your role as a host, as an interviewer. Talk to me about what the learning curve was like for you to go from, you know, basically knowing nothing about podcasting to becoming the host of a successful, significant podcast. Well, the, the learning process was um, almost like natural because it was like I was telling my story and I have such an enthusiasm about hearing other people's story, especially about recovery. You know, we hear so much here in Baltimore about the negative uh, addiction and, and, and the violence that goes with it. So um, I had like a passion to, to bring something positive to the table. And uh, it's been very rewarding uh, to bring the podcast uh, I'm kind of sad, you know, to see it in, but as I understand in life, right, one door closes and another one will open up. But it's been a blessing because the podcast, people can check it out at any time. It's not like the end of the road. Absolutely. That body work is there for anyone who happens across it. 
And that's the cool thing with podcasts is you never know who's going to find it and listen. You ended up having a guest who traveled down here from New York City yes. to be on your program yes. because he heard, heard about it somehow and found it online. And uh, yeah, you've had some interesting guests. You've yeah. had lots of people from your own circles and your own recovery groups. You've also, as I said, have guests from out of town. You interviewed uh, former Mayor Kurt Schmoke yes. about drug policy. Yes. Uh, it's been a really interesting cast of characters over these it past couple been. years. And I think what has made One Day at a Time so special is that you have this crucial something in common with the guests that you've interviewed. Um, you know, a little while back, I had the pleasure of attending a meeting where you celebrated 20 years clean. That was an honor to get to be in attendance at that. Congratulations again on that. Now it's 20 plus years. Yes, 22, going on 23. And I know that even after that long, recovery still takes work every day. Let me ask you, how has hosting this podcast been part of your own continuing recovery? What it's done is it's helped me out in my own recovery. Recovery is a uphill journey. It requires special works. I can't get clean on yesterday's information. I have to keep it up front. I have to keep it moving like a like a stream. Got to keep it keep it moving or it get clogged up. And recovery is so new to not only myself, almost to like everybody who's living clean because we're learning off each other because we know where the addiction can take us and will take us if we don't get in recovery. What I've learned is that it really is important to the recovery process to share your story and to be a witness to other people's stories. What's important about that? Well, there's a basic text that we have, which I, I, I refer to a lot. And it says that the only way you can keep what you have is by giving it away. I am so blessed. Just, just, and I understand my calling, and you know what? Why I'm here? Uh, because God kept me here to carry the message, and the message is hope. That if an addict like me can get clean, it's possible for anybody to get clean. However, let me use that word. However, some work and effort is required, but. You participate in an act of addiction, you can participate in your own recovery. One good thing always leads to the next. And um, I just want to ask you to talk for a minute about how life has changed for you over the past two years, personally and professionally. Okay. All right. Well, let me start with the great news of my fiance, uh, who had a, a, a relapse has came back into my life. And we've been together 15 years. So I had to make a decision. What, you, what are you going to do with this young lady? You've been with her 15 years. Either you're going to pee or get off the pot. So I decided to ask her to marry me, and thank God she said yes. Oh, man, so congratulations. You're welcome. You're welcome, Aaron. So we plan on getting married in August. I have a... A date set in August and everything. I still got to do some preliminary stuff. Um, That's beautiful to hear. And and 
And then I got another job at a treatment facility, which is on the weekend. And that requires me to get more speakers. And by me doing the podcast, I've I've been able to um, get speakers for the weekend uh, for other people to come there, share their experience, strength, and hope. And uh, it has really enlightened up some people who who are young in recovery and who some of them have relapsed and they they got a second chance. They're given a second chance. And I try to take that compassion and passion with me um, when, when I go to work every Saturday and Sunday. Oftentimes at the end of your interviews, I'll watch while you ask your guest a certain question. And let me put that question to you today. What advice do you have for someone who might be listening right now who might be feeling lost, struggling with their own addiction? First of all, it's difficult to do. However, try to give yourself, give yourself a chance and ask for some help. And it's hard to do uh, because of denial pride, guilt, shame. However, you can't save your face and your butt at the same time. And um, even if it's just for a week, just give it up, surrender for a week and participate in your recovery. Baltimore City has all kind of resources and the counties. Anybody can go to a fire station at any time in the county or the city and ask for some help and you will get some help right there on demand. And take it one day at a time. Definitely take it one day at a time. Theo, I'm going to mm. uh I'm going to turn it over to you for the last word here uh, in a minute, but let me just say how incredibly grateful I am that we crossed paths and embarked on this project together. It has been such an enlightening experience for me to get to bear witness to the conversations you've had with your guests. Um, but even more, I'll tell you, it's just been a great joy to have you as a friend. Um, I mean, we've broken bread together right here at this table with your family. I've gotten to celebrate your granddaughter's birthdays with your family. Um, it's been, it's been a real blessing to share this time with you. And I, I, I just know you and I are gonna gonna be friends till the end. I'm I'm grateful for that. So, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Aaron. And um, I don't know about this statement, but they say God works in mysterious ways. But our paths were predestined to cross each other, and at at the particular time when we did. Uh, right now, the Baltimore City's in crisis. And a recovery uh, message is definitely needed um, at at all times, but especially now. Um, me and you have uh, we've grown closer together. We uh, have a lot to offer each other, and uh, I appreciate you include me in in your endeavors in life and the things that you run across. And, uh, you know, uh, this is just one episode in our life that, uh, that's over for right now, and who knows? The feeling is mutual. 
to, to be continued at some point in the future. Yeah, huh? I like that. All right, you want to sign us off here? I would love to. Well, everybody, <laughs> um, listeners, it's been an honor and a pleasure to serve you for this special episode of One Day at a Time in Recovery in Baltimore. It's been a pleasure to serve you as your host. I'm Theo Hill, and thank you for listening.